Hello, my name is Emily Hines and I attend Houston City Council meetings and take notes, which I am now sharing with you. Today's notes are from the council meeting that took place on November 2nd, 2022. First off, there was a monthly financial report, which I am not going to go over, but if you are interested in that, all of the meetings are archived on houston.gov htv. The first thing I'll talk about is the mayor's report. This meeting was short today because Mayor Turner had a state of the city address planned for later. He said Houston's trade mission to Japan last week went well. He spoke highly of his high-speed train experience, do you see what I did there? And said Texans would love it, but that a plan for a similar train here is in limbo. The Houston Ballet also traveled to Japan and performed Swan Lake, which Turner described as international diplomacy through cultural arts. He said the ballet did an exceptional job on an international stage. Early voting ends November 4th and election day is November 8th. Turner mentioned a mayor's challenge to encourage college students to vote on baseball. Mayor Turner said he believes the World Series is our destiny and asked everyone to, quote, send a lot of vibes to the Houston Astros. A recent study ranked Houston number five for veteran entrepreneurs. Next, I'll go over some agenda items that caught my eye and ear. Item four, extended leave for a police officer who was shot on duty in September. Councilmember Huffman pointed to today's Agenda item 38, which approved $1.5 million for a body armor and rifle plate replacement for HPD, and said she hopes it can prevent further injuries to officers. Item 5 approved an additional $905,000 to settle an eminent domain lawsuit so the city can acquire property for a retention basin in District F. This has been a contested acquisition with much opposition from the property owner. The final settlement amount is $3.1 million. Item 12 approved $100,000 for helicopter pilot flight training for HPD. Item 13 approved $206,000 for shelves for the Houston Public Library. I too am in the market for some shelves, but I hope to spend less than $200,000. Item 20 approved $19,000 for solar panels with mounts for school zones, which will be stored by Houston Public Works and used to replace damaged bases as needed. Item 22 approved $319,000 for 10 mobile security camera trailer systems with supporting software to monitor illegal dumping in the northeast and southeast areas of the city. We could use this money to fund more regular trash pickup or work towards making city garbage depositories more accessible, but okay. Item 23 allows the city to spend more money on scientific products. And y'all, I laughed out loud for real. Scientific products? They did specify that these scientific products are critical to various departments for city business. Again, I was so tickled. I love it. Item 24 is the first step towards purchasing attractive land in West U that was formerly a landfill that Houston wants to convert into water detention. Item 25 deals with an automatic increase of some city fees based on a regional consumer price index or CPI. The CPI recommended increase is 8.14%, while last year's increase was much lower at 2.66%. And no, I don't know how these are calculated. Citing inflation and the rising cost of living, Mayor Turner proposed foregoing the 8.14% increase and using last year's increase of 2.66% instead. 
Councilmember Knox made a joke about how happy he is to see this government not opting for the most maximum fee possible, causing undue burden on taxpayers. He wished we could not increase the fee at all. There was a bit more discussion, but long story short, some city fees will increase, but not as much as they could have. Item 27 allocated an additional $202,000 for short-term rent, mortgage, and utilities subsidies for the Housing Opportunities for Persons with AIDS program. Item 34 approved an additional $287,000 for language interpretation services for the Houston Emergency Center, or HEC. Councilmember Kamen praised this item, which makes emergency services accessible to people who don't speak English. She also advocated for more resources in general to go to heck. Councilmember Knox blamed the, quote, federal policy of open borders, end quote, on an influx of people who don't speak English needing help in Houston. He said we should push the federal government to provide financial aid. Mayor Turner said, quote, I am not going to let you conflate these issues. Turner said Houston is a diverse city with many cultures and languages, and this agenda item is about meeting the needs of the people in our city. He listed the many recent federal programs the city has benefited from, like the CARES Act, ARPA, Inflation Reduction Act, and he said we should be thanking the federal government for their leadership and partnership. Councilmember Kamen said Knox's comments were xenophobic and promoted a fear of the other. She listed the many languages this item supports at HEC, not just Spanish. Finally, I'll go over the Councilmember pop-off, in which they get to talk about stuff that wasn't on the agenda. Councilmember Thomas shared that the Hennington Library is now closed to prepare for the Aleaf Neighborhood Center opening in December. Councilmember Alcorn plugged pumpkin drop-off for composting this week at the reuse warehouse, Drop those pumpkins off from 8.30 to 6.30 through Friday, November 4th. She said, quote, it's pumpkin week. Something Councilmember Peck said about public safety reminded Mayor Turner to tell us how many cops Houston has hired, almost 2,000. He was referring to a commercial Alexandra Del Morel Mueller is running, saying she promises to hire 1,000 new officers if elected. Councilmember came and plugged the annual District C rain barrel sale. There's a golf tournament starting Monday at Memorial Park. And she reminded everyone parking will be tricky and cautioned against parking in adjacent neighborhoods because of towing. Finally, she encouraged everyone, especially young people, to vote. Councilmember Pollard brought up the death of rapper Takeoff of the rap trio Migos and condemned the circumstances surrounding his death, saying that too many young people engage in unproductive and dangerous pastimes. Mayor Turner agreed and expressed condolences to Takeoff's mother and family. He then talked for a long time about how there are too many young men of color killing other young men of color. Turner said that it's easy for disagreements to turn lethal when so many people have guns. He compared the public's reaction to when a police officer shoots someone to when a private citizen shoots another private citizen and seemed to imply that concerns over police brutality are exaggerated. He said, quote, it doesn't matter who pulled the trigger. The end result is the same, end quote. Councilmember Evan Shabazz blamed social media for a lack of social skills amongst young people, which can exacerbate real-world altercations and lead to gunplay. Councilmember Cisneros said that gun violence is the leading cause of death for young people. She advocated for more resources for the health department and educational programs, which can work to prevent the circumstances that lead to many gun crimes. Councilmember Castix Tatum plugged the Shannon Walker Library ground-baking ceremony on November 14th at 11 a.m. And that's the meeting.
Big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you want to help support us financially, the Patreon is patreon.com slash emilytakesnotes, and we really appreciate it. I also want to especially thank Houston in Action for their support and Tocolodal, who have been doing Spanish translation for the notes. You can catch those on my Instagram at emilys and the new website, which is emilytakesnotes.com. You can find resources for this episode, including where to watch city council meetings and how to find your council member in the show notes. This podcast has music from Joe Wozni. It was produced by Connor Clifton. And that's it for this week. My name is Emily Hines, and I thank you for listening. 